Welcome to Igniting Change, Finding Your Fire, a weekly podcast with Mina Khoury, an Ayurvedic practitioner and spiritual teacher who brings the ancient, time-tested wisdom of Ayurveda in this time of great upheaval and global ascension to inspire you to the next level of your spiritual evolution. She will discuss all topics related to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you ready to be free of all suffering and soar to your heart's calling? Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Mina Puri. And today we're going to have a conversation on how yoga has the power to transform your life deeply. I, you know, I am a yoga teacher. Uh, I started with being a yoga teacher, then moved into Ayurveda, but yoga continues to be a big part of my life. I practice. I don't know what I will do without it. And so although the yoga practice in the Western culture, how we see it is more on the physical level, those who are immersed in the studies of it know that it's just a much deeper practice. So it's about union. We can begin with the union with our body, mind, and soul. When that happens, we can unite with that which we came from, which is pure consciousness. And notice how the world can change. You know, the disconnect that we are feeling currently. What if we begin to connect with ourselves? And the connection through the external begins with that. So today, uh, we're going to have a fun conversation with my colleague, another fellow yogi and yoga teacher, Steve Buchanan. Steve and I go way back in when we were in the yoga world together. And uh, Steve's been teaching for a while. He also um, worked up to become a swami in the um, order of Kriya Yoga Sat Sang. He'll tell us what that is all about. Steve is an engineer by day. He is a husband and a father of three, and obviously yoga is a big part of his life as well. So Steve, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. So good to have you here. I'm just so tickled for us to connect back together. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like yes. high school reunion or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, you know, tell me, I know that you've had a quite a discovery in your yoga journey. Why don't you tell us what that was all about? Yeah, I, you know, I, I found yoga um, just looking for the physical aspect, you know, trying to stay in shape and uh, um, wintertime in Michigan, it's hard to get outside. So I found a hot yoga class. Uh, didn't yeah. know anything they were do saying in there or just follow the person next to me. Yeah. Um, and I liked it, it, but it wasn't until later that, um, with another teacher, I found myself, um, I was in warrior two. I remember the pose. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I just had this emotional overwhelming come in me. And, and I wanted to cry. And, and at that point in my life, um, I'm an army veteran. And, and so, you know, men don't cry in public, right? 
you know, yeah. right, right? You've got to break all these uh, these stigmatisms yeah. that we've yeah. built around ourselves, and mm-hmm. and so you know, macho me, and uh, you know, manly man in this pose, and I'm I've got this emotion coming over me, and I I wasn't open to receiving it, so I choked it all back down. Right? <laughs> I can't can't have, that, can't have that being seen. A bunch of yeah, not now, not here. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that uh, that was a moment for me, and and. I, I am an engineer. I'm very analytically minded, and I wanted to know why. Why? What was it that me just standing there with my arms out? I mean, come on. You, you know, you look at it, and you think, oh, you know, what? What in that pose there would really uh, trigger that? And that led me to teacher training because you know, what's the best place to really understand, right? Um, and just maybe going at it first again you know in western culture it's a very physical body complex mm-hmm. part of yoga um but you learn all the other aspects you learn all the other seven limbs right and and yeah. um and really how that incorporates and and it started that journey for me where um a journey of at that moment at that time where i really wasn't in tune with the feeling part of myself you know, the, that internal component that um, we've suppressed due to trauma or anything else in your life, right? You build these walls yeah. and mm-hmm. um, not allow yourself to feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's been quite the journey to where I can actually sit and enjoy my feelings now and not have to try to suppress yeah. them and hide from them. <laughs> wow. It's such a, you know, it's such a big deal um, in my work or practice of healing when I talk about, like I wrote about in my book, is to feel deeply to heal, I yeah. do have clients that I have to teach them how to feel. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. don't understand what that means. They don't understand what it is to feel anger. So I ask them, it's like, well, who do you love? Okay, love my children, love my mom, love my dog. So bring that feeling into your heart and and feel the feeling of love for some for them. And then they begin to notice the very subtle sensations, the warmth, the expansion, the fullness. So yeah. then they know this is how it feels when you feel love. Well, now let's see if we can feel all the other stuff, which right. it's painful to feel. Um, yeah. So, you know, and yoga is such a, like a kind of a door to your inner world. And sure, we enter it with the physical aspect. I think it's the physical aspect that's most attractive in the Western culture, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because uh, it doesn't matter why people and why people start, you know, into anything, but it's going to get you where it's meant to, it's gonna work you. It's gonna take you where you're ready to go so that's so that's wonderful so for a man to feel is a big thing and it is it is and and it and it breaks a lot of the paradigms that we have in culture right you you know especially growing up in 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 western culture you 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 know men don't cry and you hear all that and you take that on right you take all these biases pushed on you and so you You believe it yeah you, you believe it's all part of it and those can be really challenging to break down, right? Um, yeah. And so that's also part of it. It's it's 
allowing yourself to be vulnerable, which again is not it's not, not an easy thing, thing to, to do. Yeah, I think um, we're slowly learning that. Yeah, and and that has to be the big part of it. And you know, once you connect to the feeling uh, of which um, there's pain associated there, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling is pain. Yeah. Um, and so there's a resistance. I don't want to feel pain. So why are you asking me to feel this? And if you can get past that, you, you can get to the point where, yeah, pain is a part of life, but we don't need to suffer. We don't need to right. suffer. Suffering I, is optional, right? We, we yeah, can, pain is inevitable. Can, Suffering is optional. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, but, but it's really shifting um, your mindset and, um, you know, in, in my teacher's words, having a new thought, right, is where that starts. And, um, yeah. Connecting with yourself. Yeah, it's really, and this is what we're doing during this time because we've been in the thinking, the engineering, the the analytical mode, in the mental yeah. flow so much that we have uh, forgotten uh, the other parts of our being, the yeah. other layers of our being. So we, that's why we all felt like that we were just little heads running around because we acted like it, yeah. right? So. The whole being is, you know, we we didn't come to the heart because we accomplished and achieved so much just being in the mental flow. And it was kind of fun not having to feel stuff. Yeah. Right. But yeah. again, like you, you mentioned that you're reading my second book, that until feeling is to free the energy, to resist is to give it more power. So it really yeah. doesn't go away. Body is the container. And uh, so that's why in Warrior Two you begin to um, the tears come up because you shook the container, and what was in it is going to start pouring out. So body really is a tool. Uh, Body is not the end; it's means to the end to get to the true essence of what who we are and what's really. And that's what separates us, you know, separates human beings from a piece of machinery. That's why you can't treat human beings like parts put together and fix this part and repair that part and think that, um, just don't worry about the feeling sense. I'm just going to fix this part over here, replace this, and you're good to go. You know, that's why it is so, um, so many of our, kind of illnesses for the lack of a better word are undiagnosable right because they can't be diagnosed with a 3d piece of equipment yeah that only sees the physical as the only reality so yeah what a you know what a world and it's just and it's actually it's because of yoga that i was led to ayurveda because yoga was like okay and once I started, I couldn't get enough. Right. And then there was right. more. There's this. It's a never. Know, it's, <laughs> it's an ocean. Always more. Yes. It's always more. You're never done. And you know, I remember I had a lot of men in my classes. I had a lot of men. I had a lot of coaches, because um, that's where they felt safe. Because I didn't see men, woman thing. Um, I think the like the the paradigms they were struggling with, it was foreign to me. Yeah. It's like men don't cry. Um, you have a heart. <laughs> yeah. 
Men don't feel. No, let me pinch you here. Do you feel? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so it's just, it's, you know, it's so, um, it's so wonderful now that we're able to have these conversations openly. And, and, you know, there's still men out there who just, not just men, women. We, you know, it's, it's difficult to learn the new thing until it becomes a pain in the butt, until yeah. holding on to something just becomes much more painful than feeling it, um, yeah. that we, you know, we need to, and we're still kind of, you know, dabbling into a piece here, a piece there without looking at the whole picture. Like there's, we go to the counselor and we go to the doctor and these two people don't talk to one another. Right. Um, so we really need to start looking at the person as a whole and yoga is such a, you know, it's really, I mean, yoga is that one practice that connects the body to the mind via the breath. So, you know, we call it yoga. You can call it whatever you want to call it. As long as you're breathing and connecting with what you're doing. So exercise is just body. I think, you know, they don't connect the breath, the inhale or the exhale. Right. But I think more and more is people are getting cued into it. Have you seen? Yeah, that is shifting a little bit. And, uh, you know, even, and it's not even just yoga. I mean, Qigong, other practices really There's work on connecting the like breath that. with the with the with the energy, right? Yeah, and watching exactly. that flow. And yeah. and you know, I I tend I tell my students, you know, going through teacher training, you know, yoga is the one entity and where you know your whole life you've gone to school, you've taken through college, got your master's degree, whatever that is. And you may have taken one biology class through all of that, right? Where yeah. you study the body itself. And out of all that, you probably don't even study your mind in any of it. You may take a psychology class, yeah. but, but you out already of, get out it. Of, yeah, out of 20 years of studying, you haven't learned anything about yourself. Mm -hmm. You should know more about you than any other person on this planet. You should know more about you than your doctor or than your therapist or right. But we're so external. Yeah. We're so focused on everything outside of us that we yeah. don't get to spend any time on the inside. And, and again, it can be a scary place to go, um, especially yeah. when you find the parts that you don't like. Right. It, that is that a study. Appealing, right? yeah. 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 I mean, that is the study. I, you know, I can see it. I can see that it may change in the future just you know just learning i mean you know how to operate a car you have to right. take a driver's license like just learning you know who am i i have body where the feeling is coming from where my thoughts are coming from but it's it'll i think it will change but it's going to be slow and hard yes because we are so uh kind of the grooves are so deep yeah, culturally, I, in, in, it's yeah. nothing against the country, no. the good parts, bad parts, but you, you are, you take on some of what, where you live, right? And, um, you know, you, everybody wants to fit in and be part of the group and, you know, not be the outsider. Exactly. So you take on these things, right? You and, take on these things. Yeah, exactly. And that's how we, we learn. Yeah. 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 I, I, I agree with you though. I, I think things are shifting and, 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 
as I just take a outside view of things, if you look, the number of apps now that have meditation and guided meditation, it's, you know, 10 years ago, you wouldn't see that. You didn't see that. And, you know, that's just a, a great, another great opportunity to sit in yourself yeah you know that's really so true like even when i go to youtube there's so many meditations and things like that and i mean that's how you know when i work with clients that's that's got to be there and they you know they walk away with the meditation practice they have it now they they look forward to it the god is within you and if you don't spend any time looking inside you're never going to find it right you're never going to find that that deepness and um, and learn to embrace all those parts of you. Exactly. Uh, for, for a long time, I had this mindset, and I you know where it came from. I, I don't particularly can't pinpoint, but I had this feeling that the parts of me that um, I, I wasn't appealing to me, I, I thought I should like cut them off. Like I don't, you know, can I cut that part away from me? Right? Yeah. And then then I'll be whole if I cut that yeah. bad part off. <laughs> And it's such a such a, a wrong way of thinking because we are whole and complete as we are. We are you are whole because complete. of that part. Right. That's right. the wholeness. Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. But you know, um, so it's it's healing those parts, not yeah, not them getting away. You can't cut that. it away. It's not you're not cutting your hand off because it's not um, doing what you want it to. It's it's healing that aspect. Yeah. And embracing it and, and understanding who you truly are deep inside and not the, the facade that you put on, you know, for the world to see. I know. I've actually seen that in my practice. I've had people from trauma. They have they left their body. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. They, so to go back to the body is such a task. It's, I'm like the body is waiting. It's like a child. The body is waiting, saying, open the door let me in you abandon the body so there's just so much pain associated with that they abandon the body because the body's not cooperating well my back didn't work and i my body failed me right no you didn't connect with it your body didn't fail you it didn't have any instructions from you yeah it didn't have any direction from you so what uh you know it's such a the yoga and going inward is a deep reservoir of, I think all you need is your healer within. And that's where, you know, we are so accustomed to external, 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 until the external just is not enough. Right. It's not working, it's not working. So wonderful. I wonder how many, you know, how many listeners here are have a practice of yoga, have a, you know, like a regular frequent practice of yoga and what your views on or your experience with the yoga is. I think even, you know, have a seat on a yoga mat. Just that itself invites an inner inquiry. And, you know, I tell people just get on the mat and just it's your body, move your body, breathe with it. It's not that foreign. I, I think, and I, I tend to say, because when, when you have a group of people that I go through, I do a lot of yoga teacher training. And mm-hmm. so your practice is imp- so important. So important. You know, you yeah. Keeping your energy high, 
you know, because you can expel a lot of energy teaching. And if you don't fill yourself up, you yeah. can, you know, run yourself out. I, I said, yeah. your practice is tithing to yourself. You got 24 hours in a day. You can take an hour yeah. of that day and tithe to you in whatever that practice is. I, you know, if it's sitting, if it's uh, yoga pose, if it's breathing, if it's it, mm-hmm. whatever that feels right again that word feels whatever feels right to you feels that right time, yeah right that, that's what that practice is but if you're not tithing to yourself you're 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 not going to be able to help others the way that you want to because you're going to no, run empty it's like it's a foundation right it's a good return right. on investment one out of Absolutely. 24 hours it colors yeah. and tones your entire day yeah. right i tell people even like to just wake up and feel the sense of the day feel the energy of the day which means what are you feeling today what what are you what are you sensing and then have something like what is it that you're doing today what is it that you would like to experience today it's not about how many appointments you have we can go through a, you know back to back appointments and not really be there right but right. rather what is it that you want to experience you know, connection, and then the appointments become just marvelous, wonderful, because you just set that intention. You know, everything is, intention is such a big deal. So that's what that time for you in the morning can do. It just creates that intention, not just in the mind, but you're speaking loudly when you are tending to the body. You're speaking your intention loudly uh, when you're tending to the body, you're doing it. You're doing it. And, you know, start with even 10 minutes a day. Start with even five minutes at the edge of your bed. If you don't have any practice, it's like, you know, three things. What am I feeling around the day? What is this day all about? What is it that I'm doing? Most importantly, what do I want to experience? How do I want to experience today? And then it'll guide you into it'll you know that's a little that's how you have a conversation with your inner self and it's going to guide you to do that and give you that experience which you set the intention for that's how powerful it is it's so simple but it is so powerful so um let us know i would love to know if you have a yoga practice if this inspired you to start a yoga practice and uh, what is your experience? What are, what are your findings? How has yoga helped you if you already are a seasoned practitioner or an advanced practitioner or you've been practicing for a while? So, you know, I'm curious. I'm curious how many people still are not doing that kind of a practice because I think it's a necessity. Yeah. And you don't need anything. Poor, rich, educated, uneducated black white who cares you have a body you can breathe get inside the body (laughs) breathe into the body you know take a minute to breathe into the body the world will stay it's not going anywhere you will just uh it will look different once absolutely the world will look different once you have kind of cleaned yourself out a little bit and connected yourself a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. Once you start to heal those parts inside of you, how everyone around you 
will start reacting to you differently. Differently, yeah. Yeah. Just, in more positive manners as you heal those things. It's, it's, yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's just, amazing, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, so that's wonderful. I know you're mentioning what 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 stood out for you in the book. I know you mentioned the book. Uh, you know, I, I think um, the biggest things are you mentioned like the, the fifth dimension. Yeah, that, that you know, your word, my, my words are, you know, being an observer of your life. Right? Yeah, you that's know, already um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that that is a really key um, element that if you're not sitting and, and reflecting and having a moment of contemplation, right, then, then you That's will stay, are, you're, you're never going to, you're, you're going to stay right where you are <laughs> with all of your pain and all your suffering and all your trauma. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's never going to, to heal if, if you can't look in the mirror, right. And, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the mirror of all those around you, all mm -hmm. of those that poke you. Everything right? is a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a mirror, right? Um, the, what you don't like in someone else is what you need to work on on yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I think um, those those points really stuck out to me, you know, from what I've gotten through so far and, and how um, relevant they are. Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, with yoga, we we have to be the observer. How do you teach? Yeah. How do you know when you're teaching? How do I move the students to a difficult pole that they just want to get out of? So yeah. the minute you kind of walk away and see it, it changes, right? How you see something changes what you see. Yes. Um, so that's a, it's, you know, it's such a such a deep and meaningful teaching of yoga to be the observer right and that's yeah what it's changing your perspective yeah it, changing it, your perspective and i think like you know i it just i am so amazed by how the poses are a tool like warrior you were talking about warrior one or warrior two like the feeling you get yeah. And forward folding, the feeling you get of surrendering. And, you know, standing on your head, if you are standing on your head, it's like just shifts your perspective. It's being, this is how we get comfortable in the body when we can move inside the body from so many different angles. Oh, absolutely. It, it always amazes me um, sitting in the front of a class, um, how many students can't even do shavasana corpse pose right because their their hands are twitching they might not I be able to close know. their eyes their feet are all you know and they're in they, here yeah they just can lay down I for less than five minutes kind of right? like putting a little finger on their feet or their hands and saying da -da -da, like just yeah. and they're like okay and i you know tap on the shoulders and then drop down and uh it's and this becomes a norm Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This becomes yeah. a norm because the mind with the mind, they're like the they don't I'm not stressed. This is where it is. Like you know, yeah. Yeah. So it just really so you know if you're listening, so if you haven't go do yoga. <laughs> no yeah. judgment. No, no judgment. judgment. No judgment. You go, you know, go do any practice that moves you inside the body that connects you 
the mind to the body. And breathing is such a great, great, superb practice. Yeah, it, you, even I mentioned Qigong. It, it doesn't need to be yoga. Well, yoga is the one that I'm more exactly. more connected yeah. to. Um, but I have practiced Qigong, and it's the same thing. It's just connecting it's the, the body thing, with the and breath and the energy, and yeah, it's. Yeah, so I said I call it yoga. You can call it whatever you want to call it. It's like it's about the using the, you know, you can go to the gym and do yoga because you are doing it with mindfulness. You're breathing instead of you know when you're lifting the weights instead of going, you know, how about you breathe with it? Let your body guide you. That becomes yoga. I've used weights. I mean, yeah. yoga is so big. It's not about the postures. It's about um, what you're doing with your body, how you're doing it, and it's the mindfulness. And that makes anything yoga. Absolutely. So so you're doing teacher training? Yes, yes. And you have a studio, right? Where is that? Um, I don't own it. I, I just teach there. It's okay. here in Howell. It's um, MI Fitness. So okay. it's a blend of yoga and you know other fitness classes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Good, good. So people can reach out to you if they want to. And uh, what else can we talk about? Well, I can show you guys a book that we're talking about is Wake Up and Heal. It's uh, available on Amazon. If you go to my website, ayurvedichealingcenter.com, you can also download now a digital copyright on your computer. Uh, but it's a, you know, it's kind of a pocketbook, 200 pages, easy read. Um, well, easy read materialism. <laughs> The, the work isn't easy. The read might the work be easy. Isn't easy. The work isn't easy. I'm trying to simplify it. I've had comments like, oh, you really made the difficult topics very simple. I'm like, oh, good, because I really kind of got to the point of it and moved to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> so take a look at that book. And um, what else? Oh, this in the month, in the summer months, I will be releasing these. Uh, masterclass webinar series on healing your emotions and they're going to be webinar series and then led by a small course so people can get started and so stay tuned for the detail that I will be sharing we're still in the process of creating uh, I haven't launched that yet but that's what's coming and um what else so where can people reach you just go to the studio you have an email um yeah i my company name is peaceful journey yoga so okay. it's just peaceful journey yoga at yahoo.com it's one of the best places to find me and uh yeah wonderful reach out. i'd love to help and um yeah if they more open to answering any yoga questions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. So thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, let me know if you a comment here or there um, struck you as something useful, what you got out of it. It's always nice to have a little engagement with the audience, um, especially when we're continuously in front of the screen. We're like, is anybody listening? <laughs> <laughs> so we would love to hear uh, any comments, any feedback back. And have yourself a lovely rest of the day. And I look forward to seeing you at the next podcast. Steve, thank you so much for being thank here. You. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.